1: hello and
2: welcome to the 52 weeks podcast and we are so excited to be here it is week 47 yes week 47 so we're big we're big shots we're almost there so it's pretty exciting um and we have a few things to report on We're going to be talking about the butler versus the master. Uh, But first we're going to start off with Melody reporting on her 50 mile race that she did this past weekend. She's going to give us a little rundown. She just did it before we pressed record, but we're going to have her share um, what that experience was like and what she learned from it.
1: Thank you. Um, It was good. I learned a lot. I'm very happy with it. Um, What I was saying before we hit record is that my big takeaway was um, my big takeaway was that I I could have done better and and that's not me like tearing myself down and like I am I'm very happy that I ran 50 miles and it was the fastest I've ever run 50 miles and I am happy and I am proud. I really did the best that I could and I got the time that I deserved and I also realized that if I want a faster time than 11 hours, it means I'm going to have to put in more work than I put in to get 11 hours. Um, I'm not going to do 11 hour work and then get an ele- a nine hour time. Um, and I just realized that there's some things that I could change. I could be more disciplined and, um, Another thing that I think would help me get there is putting God first, focusing on the fire and putting my family second and then focusing on running. And I just kind of saw a lot of place areas in my life that I could work on and improve in and, and at the same time, seeing the areas that I have improved in and I am good at. And, um, it's. I know. I'm just really excited for more growth and more change, and I'm really grateful for God who helped me during my 50. He was with me the whole time. Lots of tender mercies. He sent me angels, and um, it was it was really awesome. So there, there's a really quick rundown of it.
2: Thanks for sharing that. I feel like it actually kind of aligns with today's topic on the butler versus the master, and I am so excited to talk about it. I actually am going to share a few different. I'm going to share this article this actually is so, so the person that came up with this like concept, (laughs) um, or his name is Chase Hughes. So Chase Hughes, um, is somebody who talks about this concept about the Butler versus the master. And basically what it is is that Butler does everything so that the master can rule. So for example, um, the night before, you, uh, you know, if you are the butler before you go to bed, it means that you are putting out your clothes, you are preparing whatever you need for your breakfast in the morning, you maybe already packed your lunch, for example, you've, uh, you've set things out, and your bag is sitting next to your door so that you can walk out and pick it up or whatever it may be. But all those things is that the, the butler was at work the night before so that you could wake up and be successful with your morning routine, that you could be successful in being on time to your work, so that you could be successful in having things organized so that there's less stress and less cortisol in our bodies, right? And stuff like that. So anyway, he talks about how the, the reason why the butler even works, the concept of the butler works is because it's the butler is thinking of the future self. The butler is like, future self's going to thank me for this. And so he literally says that sometimes when he's making his meal prepping, he'll tell himself, my future self, future, future Tracy is going to love this so much. Thank you so much. And while he's doing it and he'll like, sometimes he even jokes that he says, thanks, bro. Like he literally like talks back to his, like his future self talks to his present self about the actions he's taking that's gonna benefit his whole entire week. And so I've just been, this concept was introduced to me by my friend, Burke McGavin, and she, sh- she shared a few different things with me and I just thought it was so powerful. So I wanted to talk about the routines and the things that you're doing that you feel like have benefited you maybe throughout this whole year, but specifically like our night routines and our morning routines that play into this Butler role. So Steph, do you wanna start us off?
0: Yeah, and I I actually love this, and I, I've told you guys that I am wanting to start wearing an apron when I'm in butler mode, <laughs> to sort of symbolize that, but I have really paid attention where I'm like, okay, it's butler time, like, come on, like, and, and just being like, if I had a butler, if I was Bruce Wayne with a butler, I think that's the only person that I imagine with a butler, or like, the Queen of England, um but that butler would make sure that i had breakfast, lunch and dinner. They would make sure that all the dishes were done. They would make sure that my bed was made. They would make sure that i had an outfit to wear and that it looked like beautiful, you know. They would they would just take care of all the details. They would organize my schedule. And so i really loved just thinking about the butler and being like, okay, the butler needs to get this done and it especially on the days that I work from home to get everything done the night before so that in the morning I'm not oh I need to clean this or put this away it's like no we are in master mode like (laughs) we the master is the one that makes all the money the master is the one that does goes about their business. You know, the master is the one that employs the butler. And so I I just like the difference of the two and that if you don't have the butler, the master's gonna starve. The master doesn't know how to make their own meal. The master, their house is gonna get so messy and it's gonna be so embarrassing because they don't know how to vacuum, you know?
2: I love that. I like how you also described like the master when they're in master mode. It's like they, they know how to prioritize what, what's most important as well in that time, instead of getting distracted by things that the butler
1: is yeah. supposed to be doing.
0: And it sort of makes me think of, did you guys ever watch that show with Lindsay Lohan back in the day, I'm um, Just My Luck? Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Anyways, there was this big producer in it or whatever that he said that like how valuable his time was and he made a joke that like, he doesn't use toilet paper, but he uses like $100 bills <laughs> for his toilet paper. And that's what I pictured the master of like, the master has so much money. They they can't waste their time on little tasks like, because they're, they know how valuable their time is and they aren't gonna do a task that's not a million dollar. Sorry if that was too graphic, but. No, no, no.
2: No, I mean, I like driving home the point, right? Driving yeah. home the point. So I appreciate that. Um, what about your schedules? I mean, you are kind of the like ultimate butler. So what do you feel like have been the schedule like in your day-to-day life, Steph, that's benefited you the most? What do you see that like you pay your like, thank you past self for these specific actions?
0: I'm just so grateful that I figured out what works best to do daily. And I, I, when I track on my tracker, there's a big difference in the day. And the difference is that I have my chore on it for the day. I have my personal podcast, what I need to do for the day. And it's very, very small things. Right. Um, I have like my gratitude prayer, my scripture, it covers every aspect of life. Um, my workouts and stuff. And so, I think that just as simple as if I open my app, there I see everything I need to do for the day. And then I get the dopamine hits of being like, oh, did that, did that, did that. So I feel like that's been very beneficial is to track. Um, I'm not as good at tracking as I once was. I think that like, you know, when you're doing something good, you're like, oh, I don't need this app anymore. And then it, like you get off the bandwagon. But um, but that's been a big thing. And to just look at everything, every single thing that I have on there is a purpose, you know, to bring gratitude, to bring my affirmations, like all the things. And I've sort of figured out what works for me. So I think that's the butler. They figure out what works for the household, you know, and their schedule.
2: Yeah, I love that. So good. What about you, Melody?
1: That's awesome stuff. I, I feel like I can, um. I feel like I want to say like ditto to everything Steph said, um, but one thing that I thought about, like as you guys are both talking about, like um, kind of like like stuff. I feel like you are really good with like the imagery of like okay, here's the butler and then here's here's the master and this is anyways and like kind of like talking back and forth between each other and I feel like it's really similar to like self-soothing techniques of like no one else is going to soothe me in this moment. So I'm going to imagine myself hugging myself. Like no one else is going to make dinner for me. No one else is going to do my laundry. No one else is going to do these things for me. So I'm going to do them for myself. And I feel like, um, this Butler master thing, like this is self-love. This is taking care of yourself. Um, and spending time with yourself and giving yourself what you need. And, uh, I feel like, the way that I've done this is um, through like what Steph was just saying, like my butler has spent a lot of time understanding the master. How does the master work? How does the master's brain work? What motivates the master? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and um, I, and also like learning how to set boundaries. I, I think the biggest thing is just like, creating a schedule and then making boundaries to stick with that schedule. Um, and then sticking to that schedule. The Butler spent a lot of time creating this, like learning the master and then creating a schedule that works for the master, for the master's brain. Um, and then the Butler helps the master stick to that schedule. Um, and yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's, it saved me a ton of time i feel like my anxiety is the lowest it's ever been in my entire life like i have never felt so much peace and so much like control and i can't even explain like the the freedom that i feel from that and and it's all because my butler put in the work and i'm so grateful for my butler so i i think i think it's a super fun analogy so
2: what a huge victorious statement that was, Melody. Just how huge that is. Even watching you this year, seeing the changes, that you are at this point where you literally feel like, wow, it's not ruling my life.
1: Totally. It, and of course, there's still days. There's still days where it gets, the anxiety gets crazy. And I'm like, whoa, real it, Like, let's reel it back in. Um, there's always work to do, right? But it's big it's so much, it's so much better than it used to
2: be. So that is so exciting. Wow. Beautiful. I like how, so I'm sure that Steph has something to comment on this too. I just wanted to make a point that this article, um, from her name is Jennifer Finch and she wrote this, it's on Medium, but she talked about how, um, I just thought this was really interesting when you talked about, like, she said, It is not comprised of bubble baths. She's talking about like rebellious self-care. And she says, it is not comprised of bubble baths, massages, pedicures, or anything that is over within an hour. In fact, in many ways, all those fluff practices leave us feeling guilty or ill-prepared for our next moment in life, that we are now running like a squirrel that just discovered it's late for something. These entitlement practices also have a great likelihood of carving out a well-grooved, I deserve mentality. I deserve to take a break today and do nothing as much as this might feel good and might even be needed at times. We sabotage our future self when we lock in arms and two-step with the I deserve ego. Certainly there is one even minor thing you can do today to set your future self up to thank your present or past self. And so I just thought that was aligned kind of with what you were saying in regards that it's not just about like, oh, I deserve this. It's like, well, what is going to make your life better next week if you do it now and i think that i haven't been doing it i mean i will tell you the last three days i've been like throwing everything to the wind and the truth of the matter is that i'm kind of feeling regret right now because i needed those days i specifically needed today and saturday to prepare so that i feel comfortable going back to school on monday because i know that the rest of my week is basically gone like i know I, i have very little time left to prepare for school, even though I have this entire week off, it's not like I have all this time that's carved into it. Like a lot of it's going to be with family, a lot of it's going to be with my retrieval for my for you know IVF. I'm not going to have all this extra energy, like. And so it's just an interesting thing. Like right now is actually the time. Like I needed to front load this week, and Heavenly Father, I feel like it was kind of like plan your days, plan your days, and I wasn't planning them, and so it's just like ah, right and. Then, so I think that that's the whole Butler thing for me right now, the thing that my Butler needs to work on is scheduling my days and then following the plan. So anyway, that was my own answer. Steph, what do you think? Well, and I think
0: that with that, you know, it's interesting how that article talked about the self care where, Oh, I deserve this or whatnot, but how much nicer, I have felt this a few times these past couple of weeks, as I've really have gotten a lot off my plate and gotten a lot more organized. Where the day will end, and I'm like, workout, check. Interval, <laughs> check. Okay, I did like my spiritual, everything on my checklist is done on my app. I did all my work. I worked on this personal thing and I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I'm sort of like, okay, I can relax, I guess. But that's like an interesting thought where it's like, nothing's really like hanging over. I mean, there's always something more that you can do, but at the same point where you're like, I killed it today, like the butler like slayed and now the master can just play, so. <sighs>
2: We should use so, that as
0: a tagline. So I think that like, sometimes <laughs> when, when, yeah, when we put stuff on, we, awesome. we think it's like, oh, I can just do that later. I'll do it after, after I like, just lay down for a bit. But I think it's reminding ourselves that really, when you can take time and take a bath or get a massage and you've done everything on your list, that actually makes it even nicer. Because you're not running away. You're avoiding. It's like, are you doing these things to avoid? Or are you doing them because you've checked everything off your list? And you're like, okay. I Ooh. feel like I
2: fall more into the avoidance category. And so that's like super helpful for you even to put into words. I feel like that was so profound.
0: <laughs> mad I don't feel I, like I get profound very often. So I feel like <laughs> And and to be honest, like, those days of being, like, wow, like, I did everything on my list. Those aren't, like, it's not every day, but those feel really nice when it's just, like, okay. And, Melody, like, what you're saying, like, that peace, that calm um, is nice.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, like, being honest with yourself, like, do I really actually deserve this? Like, do I deserve to go get a massage when I've done nothing and I'm just, like, but, or, like, did you do everything you need to do that day and you have nothing else to do and you worked really hard and it's like now like I act like I do deserve a massage I worked hard all day and I'm I do deserve this now you know like just being honest with yourself
2: so something that I'm also hearing and it's because I'm reading this book called uh where is it anyway the book is called um I'm sorry I can't think of the name hold on Okay, it's called Original Grace by Adam Miller. And the premise of it is that the whole idea that um, what grace really, or how we can put, po- like how judgment and grace are actually on the same side. They're not like proving contraries, they're just together. But the question that judgment asks, it oftentimes in like our um, justice mind, we think like what is deserved, right? Like this question of what is deserved. But what he changes it to when it's like based on mercy or grace is that it's what is needed. Like what is needed? And so I feel like that is a powerful question, even reframing when we're talking to our Butler saying like, Hey Butler, what is needed so that this week can be a successful one? And then making a list of like, what is needed? And then I feel like sometimes what is needed is rest. Right. And so what does that rest look like? What would be the most free, replenishing activity and so kind of that like what is needed using that question to like guide your decisions
0: i really like that because today i spent a lot of time on something that wasn't crucial if that makes sense but it was needed like guys my inbox i've never had organized with folders it was just chaotic messy everything was in my inbox it wasn't like put off and I saw one of my co-workers that their inbox is clear. And when they get a thing, they just move it to a folder. And then when it's done, they archive it in that folder. And I was like, well, that's amazing. Like, I don't know why I've <laughs> never seen that. And as I'm looking at my inbox right now and I just see that it's clear, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think that that's that's a technique that before it would be so chaotic. And I'd be like, wait, where's this email? What not? And so even though I spent a lot more time on that today um, than I would have liked doing other things, I'm like, that's setting me up. Um, And and it's been needed since I've been at this job for two and a half years, but I've (laughs) never taken the time to do it. But I think sometimes what is needed are the really, really tiny things that sometimes it's like, why even waste the time to do that? But it's going to make your life so much easier.
1: Yeah, the things that are boring, but they've got to get Oh, hard.
0: Yes, so they're they're the butler things. They're the things that the butler does uh, because they're so boring, and that's why you're paying the butler. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the master wouldn't put up with that. The master wouldn't organize my inbox of two, no almost way. three years. You know, like, but <laughs> the butler was like, no, we need to get this. They get this clear so the master knows what's, what's going on.
2: And also because so the, the master can actually know like this is where things are and I can now like send it out and I can like help other people because if you're organized you can bless other people with your organization and that's one thing that I feel like I watched other teachers who had all their folders like super well organized and they can be like oh I'll send you that and like literally 20 seconds later they sent it and you think why can they do that it's because first off they have a system and two they follow it. So you can actually go find the things that you have archived and send them to people because you know where it is. I Right? And so <laughs> crazy
0: that like I never thought to do this with email and I've been in jobs forever with Outlook, like <laughs> most of my adult life. <laughs> and I just realized, oh, like your inbox actually doesn't need to have every email you've ever written in it. It's actually better to keep it clear.
2: I don't know. Have you, do you guys keep it clear? Have you guys heard of that before? No. My husband yeah. is that person. Yeah. I am the one who has 67 lost messages that always show <laughs> up. It's like, oh, I always have 67. And then I have like 99 and then it goes back to 67. Those 67 are lost in yeah. the day, like so much email. Oh my goodness. So that's awesome.
1: <laughs> what about you, that's Melody? Are you organized? Good. I feel like I'm not to the point of like my inbox is totally clean, but I feel like I do have folders and I probably have like 20 things in my inbox that I'm like, I keep them in my inbox on purpose. Um, So I I feel like I could be better, but I'm pretty organized in my inbox. But see, like,
0: that's awesome. I don't know why I just thought your inbox was to keep all the emails in it. You know? (laughs) <laughs> so I'm sort of em- I'm sort of embarrassed that I'm just like learning and it was just I was just watching a coworker and I was like, "Oh, I like how they do that, you know?"
1: It's the little things. All those little things. Like um you know, like I we're all into like the self-help books and that, you know, and I feel like I've read so many self-help books and it's always like use sticky notes or do this and all these little things and when I first started reading these books I was like these are so dumb no like give me some life-changing like amazing advice that's gonna like solve all my problems but it really is the little sticky notes and organizing your inbox and the little tips and tricks like take them seriously because they do change your life. all those little tips and tricks add up. so it's true. I
0: and they are all the things that if you're paying a Butler they would be doing. I
2: mean, yes. or they would have a staff to do it. Yeah. And I think that's also a really great question to ask yourself is to reflect on that question of what is my butler doing? Like, what is it, what is it that my butler can do for me that is going to benefit me the most? Because uh, I think sometimes it's, you know, each individual is different on what is going to be most valuable for them. And depending on what they do for work, et cetera, like that's all gonna be different for different people. But I feel like there's some basic fundamentals. We all eat, we sleep, we have laundry, we make a mess and we have to clean it up. Like there, there are some basics that just like all of us deal with. So I, yeah, this is such a fun conversation. Thanks for engaging in the Butler and the the master conversation. And you're bringing it up. Yeah it's, yeah, such it's fun.
1: Fun. yeah, it's so yeah, so good. I know that we're at time, but can I throw in one last thought yeah, yeah, because yeah. I really um am passionate about this? So one thing that I thought of was so we're talking about doing everything that that we need to do and like what are the things that are needed and and my question was well like where does like the things that are wanted come in? and and i think that sometimes what is needed is what is wanted like if we never do the things we want to do um then what's the point of doing the things we need to do you know i just want to throw it in there like it still is important to do things that you want to do like getting pedicures and like getting massages you know
2: but i think that that means that it's needed then that i'm yeah. needed like that's i feel like that's what you're saying like they are like what is needed is also what is wanted. And so like, how do you get the overlap on that?
1: Yeah, I I think for, for me, my life, I think I've gotten to a point where I'm like, if I want to do this, then that's a bad thing and I shouldn't do it. Um, so I think like, it, it's just good to like some, like do what you want. Like it, you don't always have to take like the road, less traveled, um, take the hard route. You know what I mean? So I just want to throw that
0: in. I mean, Bruce Wayne does what he wants.
1: Yeah, Until, man. until
2: he's got to like rescue people. I don't know if that's like what he wants. I mean, I guess it is what he wants. Yeah, because he, he created was... Batman, you know? Man. He like wants to help people out. That's what he wants. Yeah. He wants to be a servant. So yeah. one thing um, I do, I want to add on to this a little bit because Melody, the thought that just came to my mind though is that I think it's also that contrast, like, when we work hard, it feels good to like rest and relax or do something that like feels contrasting and like that makes it more rewarding. Mm-hmm. But without that, it doesn't feel as good. Like it just doesn't. It's not the same kind of like that's just not how we work. It's it's like, oh, I did all this. It feels so good to have this because like I worked so hard here, you know, and so. I don't know. There is something to that whole like concept, right? And like when we do work hard, that it feels good to do these certain things that feel like wants or needs, but then maybe we haven't been prioritizing as much. Anyway,
1: it all comes back to balance every time. Does yes. so
2: so true. Okay. Well, this was so great. Thank you so much for your thoughts on the butler and the master, and to those of you who are listening we invite you to examine how is the butler doing and what could you do to create uh, an experience that the master can reign more fully. And maybe it requires you understanding the master a little bit better. Like what does the master need? So I invite you to look, think about that. And we are signing off. Unless, do, does anyone want to share goals? You want to do that?
0: I I don't have anything specific for the week, so I would just be
2: making it up. Okay. Same. What about you, Melody. Okay. Same. Yeah, Same. <laughs> me too. I would be making it up too. So we're not gonna do that, you guys. We hope you have a great week.
1: Adios. <laughs> Bye. Bye.